0: Hi guys, I'm Kristen and this is Carla. Hi! <laughs> My voice cracked! As we explore origin stories. No stop, we have to do it again. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Kristen and this is Carla. Hi! <laughs> Join us as we explore origin stories and fun facts or something.
1: That it was very
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was very Canadian for a Canadian episode. (gasps) Guys, we're doing
1: a fun episode. Okay, so I had the like idea to um like for us to try to remember as much about Canadian history as we possibly could, (laughs) but just without any research or anything. Because I was curious. Like, we have had to study Canadian history in school. We did a lot in university. Yep. Even in art history, we did Canadian Canadian art history. Oh God, yeah. And I was like, "But how much do we actually remember?" <laughs> Almost nothing. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of uh, have this weird secret panic of like, because I actually did the citizenship, um, oh yeah, ceremony. But as a kid, you don't have to like do anything, right? Because I was so right. teeny tiny. Um, <laughs> but I always wonder, like, if I was quizzed all of a sudden, it's this weird panic I get where I'm like, oh, God, I, I couldn't answer
0: the question. Totally. It's like those mask questions that you have, like, to win Ew. a prize or whatever. <gasps> panic.
1: <laughs> skill testing questions? Skill do you know how many questions. contests I haven't entered because of skill testing questions? I refuse. Like, I One of us needs to do panic. the origin of that skill testing question. Like, I right? feel like that's discriminatory. I think I know what it is. I know. Is that? Because oh. I think it's like you can't technically get something for free. You have to kind of like, or something. Oh, or or really? you have to, oh no, isn't it? It proves your abilities. Maybe <laughs> I do have to check. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's so, funny what are going to do, you guys? Oh, I just cut <laughs> you off. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on, go on. Go, no, go, go, go. <laughs> I was just going to finish saying, like, <laughs> so instead, Kristen had the foresight to be like, that's just going to be us rambling and guessing for a whole hour you're welcome you guys yeah I fixed it (laughs) I think we could have done it but I think you're also right um so we're gonna kind of do like a more quiz show style where I'm gonna ask you um like what you remember first and then (laughs) I'll fill you in and then Kristen will do the same like we'll switch so
0: we can witness just how much, how little we know yes. about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we will but have to make you feel better for you guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's all become better Canadians here. We don't really care about that. <laughs> like I, we're not into the except for the Figiotic, guy that lives in whatever, Fiji. But...
0: Our listener in Fiji can stay. <gasps> Hi, Fijian. Fiji guy. Well,
1: maybe he'll learn something about Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay.
1: Do you want to get right into it? Or do you have like, Let's some Let's do this. Stories? I'm like okay. super
0: excited. All right. Okay. I'm a little worried that I'm going to sound really stupid. But how is that you different know. from any other episode we
1: have? Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to remember a lot. If anyone's going to look stupid, it's me. This is <laughs> tragic. Even when I was researching and I had the answers all done, I forgot immediately afterwards. I'm like, no, I couldn't tell you.
0: Doing my research Kay. for my part when I'm asking you questions, like the research yeah. was painful. It was so boring. Oh, no, I was like, I just I hate Canadian history Me so too. much. Yeah, probably because we had to learn it in every yeah. level of schooling we went to, and it's, it's so not boring. interesting.
1: It's like no. at some point, okay. <laughs> you guys we'll are gonna start gonna with, with the big episode. one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Hudson's Bay Company. What is it, and how did it start? Oh crap. Hudson's Bay Company
0: now is a department store. Okay. But it started as um, a trading post. Okay. A fur trapping post, trading post. (laughs) Okay. Not wrong. Uh, At the Hudson's Bay. (laughs) Like, uh, there's actually a place in Canada called Hudson's Bay, and the store is called the Hudson's Bay. Okay. And when did it start? or why when When? yeah um i'm gonna say like 1852 i have no idea 1707 i
1: don't know (laughs) well don't change it you said 1852 and you're okay (laughs) okay Uh, let's go all the way back to 1610 when uh, henry hudson discovers hudson bay By the way, it's Hudson Bay. Oh. Damn. 1600s, the fur trade was exploding big time. We'd (laughs) eventually decimate beaver populations because of this, right? Oh, we're such bastards. But there was a demand for fur for felt hats in Europe.
0: Why? Why were you all wearing felt hats? Why?
1: (laughs) Okay, so these two French voyagers and, and traders wanted to set up a trading company that would have access via the Hudson Bay to the interior of Canada's for resources, right? So they're oh, like, okay, yeah. Hudson Bay can work for us. The f- so they go back and they're like, to Fr- France, and they're like, come on, let's do this, let's set up some trading posts here. Like, <laughs> The French were like, no way, right? So these two French guys go to England, the <gasps> trail, right? Whoa, And scandalous. Prince Rupert, King Charles II's cousin, was all into it. So they're like, okay, let's back this and let's go and do these expeditions whatever. Uh, like they failed a couple times. They just weren't having it. People were getting sick on the oceans. I mean, they're like, scurvy, right?
0: Yeah, Everyone's exactly. Dying. Yeah. But in
1: 1669, one of them brings back a ton of furs to England. And Prince Rupert lost his mind and he <laughs> He um, just
0: had a million felt hats made immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are all mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he organized a bunch of investors, and they formed the Hudson's Bay Company May 2nd, 1670. No freaking way. Um, King Charles granted them a trading monopoly over the area after some time, um, and in, it was actually worded like this. So the governor... The, uh, Hudson's Bay, but... It was the Governor and Company of Adventurers of England trading into Hudson Bay. So it wasn't like. That was the whole name? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Really? That's how it was like,
1: I guess, written. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's also the oldest incorporated joint stock merchandising company in the English speaking world. Whatever that means. (laughs) I'm glad it impressed you because I wrote it down and I'm like, I don't know what incorporated joint stock merchandising company is. I mean, okay.
0: I'm just, I'm always impressed with anything in Canada that's the first of anything. <laughs> We're so lame. <laughs> I say this after I've just done a bunch of really cool research about a bunch of cool stuff that we've done. Also, so if any Canadian accurate.
1: history people are listening, like historians, <laughs> and you're just rolling over in your graves. <laughs> I you did. This is the podcast for ghosts. <laughs> rolling over in your graves.
0: You just died from
1: this terrible research. I don't know what the life. alive equivalent is. I know. What is that? You're sorely disappointed? Whatever. <laughs> then correct us. We want to be corrected. Do we? I Well, I mean, like I said, we don't have to Carla, care You can it, but... correct
0: Carla's episodes. Don't correct mine. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I
1: like learning. I'm confidently wrong. <laughs> I just like to look for, like, the kind of... The easiest to remember answers, mm. right? So, yeah. I mean, if someone comes at me with like six pages of, like, well, technically, blah, 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 I'd be like, no, <laughs> one <laughs> sentence.
0: Yeah. Now condense that into one sentence. I dare you. Question
1: number two. Oh my Ready? gosh. Okay. Why is Quebec the only province in Canada where French, not English, is the primary language? Why is it? Um, because the British
0: won and, um, they like, they couldn't get rid of the French entirely. So they're like, okay, you can have, you can have a little bit, a petite kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. i will throw you this poem. I don't know. Or maybe like the French, like the Québécois people were like, so like, adamant they have a way of arguing it's hard to say no to them (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying they're kind of bossy pants a little i loved how
1: specific that was okay (laughs) i don't know why (laughs) get ready for some canadian history oh my god i'm sleeping already i know quebec (laughs) was originally the french colony of new france apparently it was founded in 1534 by jacques cartier
0: yeah it was right That's in part of my research. I've done part of this research. How did I not know an answer? Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But he really couldn't establish a permanent colony there, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, Anyway, becomes French Catholic center of the New World. Uh, So really, the French were here first, right? Right. Then the British come along with their flags, and they colonize the hell out of North America, (laughs) including the area around New France, right? So they're around it. They even overtook some French areas, so the heat is on, right? And so these two were always at war with each other. Anyone out there in the world, Britain and France in Canada, they were just at each other's throats constantly. In the states, at each other's throats, right? Yeah. For a while, everything became super English, but the French were stubborn, so see, I was English had to learn to live with them.
0: (gasps) I was right. Exactly.
1: 1774, the Quebec Act. The French Canadians were permitted to retain their language, religion, and culture and were largely left to themselves until 1841. Then there was an uprising, um, which led to the province being like enveloped in the rest of Canada, basically, right? Like, oh, okay, yeah. They couldn't be separate forever. <laughs> <laughs> but still, even though the Brits took over everything, the French still outnumbered the British. No way. Both languages became our official language, languages in 1960. Oh, cool. And fun fact, so Canada, like- the Canadian government has to offer services to all Canadians in either English or French. So if you deal with the federal government, you have a choice.
0: Right, which is why I've never gotten a job in the federal government, even That's though right. we get like friggin' eight weeks of vacation every year. I'm so and jealous. And like really good pay, because you have to be fluent in both English and French. And I don't
1: and know why I don't just like kind of like, you know... Just spit out a few French words and pretend I don't know, I know any right? French.
0: I know the farm animals and the numbers and I know how to ask how to go to like to go to the bathroom because we had to ask in French class right toilet
1: vous, vous play right right? Um, but provincial governments except for New Brun- Brunswick don't have the same policy, right? So New Brunswick actually has a, a multilingual th- or bilingual thing, apparently I didn't know. Wait what? For provincial government. So they have both languages.
0: Oh, for the provincial government, they uh-huh. also have both languages. Oh. Yeah.
1: And Quebec is the only one that is French only. Yeah. Quebec because has a charter, <sighs> which restricts the use of English in certain areas, and French has to be dominant on signs. So their thing is, we want to preserve our culture and heritage, and blah, 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 even though... Right, which is like, fair many.
0: enough, but like, you should have both. We have both. I'm glad that they we have do. a do. It language. just has to be
1: French dominant. Oh, okay. Although some places you do have to speak French. Ah, whatever. Okay. Well, okay. Fair enough. At this point, I, I don't even care. I'm like, whatever. Yeah,
0: who cares? Just don't I make think me it was so speak funny. French when I visit you. <laughs> yeah, when we were growing up, <laughs> that there were all the referendums that Quebec kept having a referendum like every yeah. one year about yeah, they were voting split? to see if they wanted to split from Canada. And like out in the West, we were like... Just split. Who cares? Like, whatever. Yeah. Take the Maritimes with you.
1: <laughs> we're such what's jerks out here. We have no concept of what's happening. We're all East. threatening to split all the time. BC, <laughs> we, we want out. We want to go yeah. to America. And Alberta, suddenly, now we're the ones that want to split. And it's just like, oh, whatever.
0: Why can't uh, we all just get along?
1: Are you ready for the next question? Are you ready? Yes.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Mm-hmm. Tell me the origin of Tim Hortons. And what it is for people who might not know. <laughs> Okay,
0: Tim Hortons is um, a coffee shop that has some yummy goodies there too. And we like to go. Greg and I like to go there for breakfast, and we get the farmer. But what are they right.
1: famous for in terms of goodies? So people Donuts. really have a sense, right?
0: Donuts and Timbits, Tim, Bits, Tim now, and <laughs> the double double. Is a coffee just a drip <laughs> coffee with two? Cream the whole and two menu. Hair.
1: Okay, what's what's the origin story? <laughs> I'm just listing on the
0: menu. <laughs> I don't know the origin story at all. You I did know, mention one thing. Okay, I know that Tim Horton was a famous hockey player mm-hmm. in Canada. I mm. literally, and I only just found that out maybe a couple of years. I ago. I had
1: no clue until you told me yesterday. So or the other day. So,
0: and that's all I
1: know. Okay. But here,
0: there's like a Tim Hortons on every corner, just like a Starbucks. You guys,
1: brace yourself for this insane history. There's a lot here, so just sit tight for a second. Okay. Okay. 1963, there's a Montreal businessman named Jim Charade or Charade. I don't know how to say it, his name. Charade. It's spelled like charade, right? Yeah,
0: it's French, though. Charade. I know, right? <laughs> he had Maybe flirt. it's like
1: Charade or something horrible.
0: <laughs> charade. He-
1: he left his job as manager of a donut plant to open a store called your donut the store was two doors down from a barbershop where he met a hockey player who had an interest in getting into the restaurant business hockey players at the time usually had an off-ice career right okay just play hockey for money like they had to Uh, do something else right yeah um tim horton is the hockey player that we're going to talk about? He was in the National Hockey League. He played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, apparently. I had no clue.
0: Okay, yeah, me neither.
1: So these two, they created the company Tim and Jim Limited, all one word. <laughs> Tim and Jim. <laughs> Tim and Jim. And opened four restaurants called Tim Horton Drive In and they served burgers. The hamburger no thing wasn't working, so they focused on just donuts and franchising instead. Oh my God. Um, Charade then licensed. Horton's name right so he just okay that's weird um, yeah makes sense and your donut became Tim Horton donut okay Okay. I'll explain that licensing thing in a second so the first donut store in the chain opened 1964 in Hamilton Ontario so Hamilton Hamilton. Ontario can say it's like the first Tim Horton's
0: that's where my dad grew up in Hamilton oh my gosh yeah
1: and um, eventually it just became Tim Horton's with an apostrophe S and then just Tim Horton's with no apostrophe oh okay um so tim horton was just licensing his name for a while um meanwhile jim was being shady and got desperate like okay so jim was kind of like being done with money you know okay and to this was the quote to resolve the problem on january 27th 1965 horton became an equal partner in charades donut business which was incorporated as tim donut limited so it's okay. not like they were partners from the beginning. It sounds like,
0: okay. right? He so just he was like, "They it's were like, kind like, of oh, his player, but Let me use yeah. his name
1: and fame. Oh, to push okay. my donut shop. Right, that's
0: smart of for Tim Horton to do that, though. If he's like, "This guy's uh-huh. a bit shady, not doing a great job." He didn't
1: know yet; it was all secret. Oh. He had no clue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no yikes. shady things there. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the earliest franchisees, I think the third one, was named Ron Joyce. He owned a Dairy Queen, and he wanted in. He's like, I want a Tim Hortons. Okay. But he did not get along with Charade or Charade at all. Lots of drama happens that I didn't want to bother with. Charade leaves, and Whoa. Joyce becomes Tim's new partner. Whoa. Okay. When Tim Horton dies, I think it was a car crash in 1974. Ron Joyce took over operations. Okay. And he actually bought the family shares for $1 million and took over as sole owner of the existing chain of 40 stores. And then um, he ex- aggressively expanded, like, big time. Whoa, I bet that Meanwhile, family is went, kicking themselves. I know. Charade <laughs> went in and out of the company over the years. Like, he came back, I think, in the 70s, and then I think briefly in the 90s. I don't know how okay. lo- long Weird. this guy was living. How old is this guy? Anyway, um, in 1995, <laughs> American Wendy's bought Timmy's. <sighs> Which lasted I remember until like 2006. I I was furious. I'm like, I was so mad. Let yeah. Americans buy this company.
0: That's also like the Hudson's Bay Company. Americans yes. own it now.
1: Yeah. I know. Ugh. Then in 2014, and Zellers. Remember Zellers?
0: Zellers. Then in
1: 2014, the chain was bought by another foreign company, Brazil's 3G Capital. Oh my god. So I had to share all of that. Crazy.
0: Okay, my it's such an plan. Institution. My plan when I win the lottery someday mm-hmm. is to buy a Tim Hortons franchise somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But so you're just gonna constant... eat all
1: the donuts with me?
0: Yeah, but so then that we'll I have make a, constant... a profit. <laughs> no, we'll hire. We'll okay. I'll buy, get two franchises. One will just be okay. to serve us directly, okay. and the
1: other one will be for like the general public. Okay, then I'll start a Ponzi scheme. No, it won't be a then Ponzi, Ponzi have legit... scheme. It'll no, be no, a, a separate one source of so that we have income. legitimate income We're from Tim Hortons. Okay. But also a Fonzie scheme.
0: This is just a great plan. Like, what's going to go wrong Not yeah. for Fonzie's? It's a Fonzie scheme. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a slow burn. I was watching your face.
1: <laughs> I just heard the most wonderful word in the history of the like, term Fonzie scheme. My brain just got like it took a while. But then it's just pure joy. Alright. I had to look this one up because I was so curious. So I'm kind of forcing this on you. Okay. Can you name any of the indigenous groups in Canada? Okay, technically what I mean though, there are technically three. So First Nations, Inuit, and Metis. That's how the right. government okay. kind of organizes them. But what I mean are, I the guess, individual the f- tribes? First Nations. Yeah. That were
0: first here?
1: No, just, just any, any of them. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I do know the Tsleil-Waututh mm-hmm. because we, oh. they, their um, land is right by our house here. They have there amazing is. land right on the water. It's great. Ooh. And, yeah. It's hey, not on my list. Oh, man.
1: Ooh. just checking okay um, here's the scoop okay because i was the like iroquois and the huron do we have right that's what i was thinking yeah, yeah that's what we have like those few that there'd be like you know yeah that people could trace it their like heritage or lineage back to like those i feel I like know. we
0: have so many different ones though you guys
1: okay so more than 1.67 million people if not more right it says more than <laughs> sorry yeah. and can they identify <laughs> themselves as aboriginal like, in just in Canada. That's crazy. Okay. I didn't know it was that much. But um, Sorry, was that... How much was it? One
0: 1.
1: 1.6 million. 1.6 million? More okay. than 1.6 million. Okay. There are more than 630 First Nations communities in Canada, which represent more than 50 nations and 50 Indigenous languages. Whoa. And this list had more than 50. It was like 75. So, there are a lot of different... Wow. Okay.
0: Did you see that, just very quickly, um, yeah. in, I think it was in the Olympics, the Olympics that just happened, mm-hmm. that CBC had um, the broadcasting, them, like, uh, calling the games in yeah. different, like, indigenous languages. It was so cool. I know, that was super cool. I'm like, okay,
1: that's a nice, like, um, reconciliation thing, I think, of, like,
0: Yeah. But like realizing that now, it's like only like a portion of the population can still understand
1: those languages. I know. <laughs> so, so I just want to, like because uh, again, I was like oversimplifying everything. Um, but historians tend to group First Nations into six main geographic areas. So there were woodland First Nations, then Iro- Iroquoian First. I can't say that First oh, Nations. Yeah. Plains First Nations, Plateau First Nations, Pacific Coast First Nations, um, First Nations of the Mackenzie and Yukon River Basins. Yeah, so I don't know if those are just the historical groupings, because some of them have different names now, right?
0: I feel like that's just, like, the white people coming in and saying, like, you're in this area at the time that we first saw you, so you're a Plains Indian now.
1: Right, so what they were just trying to do is, like, how they all the communities within those geographic kind areas. But then within those geographic, like, say, woodland, for example, Mm -hmm. there are those different groups and societies, right? And they all have incredibly different, like, social customs. Some migrated, some didn't. Like, some had stratified social systems. Some were hunters. Others were farmers. So... It's kind of sad that we didn't get really into any of the specifics when we were in school. We never
0: learned any of that. It was no. literally, like, the so it's most devastating that we basic. just
1: know it now. A lot of things are being renamed, though. Like, they're be- being given, like, the indigenous names, like, cool. roads. Yeah. Th- um, out here, the-
0: yeah, like, out here they have on most of the... Signs they have like the indigenous uh, word for it, like yeah, oh, like like near Squamish and Whistler in those places, they have like the yeah indigenous names on the
1: signs Although too. Some of the words are so hard, you guys. Like you should see some know. of the highway names. There was like, a seven in them. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> can't they put like they need to put the pronunciation thing? Because like, what am I right? I don't want to be I walking around I could like look an idiot. It up, do the work. <laughs> Butchering. The, yeah, but just put it on the sign, right? Make it easy for us with stupid white people. <laughs> yeah, we are pretty stupid.
0: <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> uh, we are. We're
1: That's ready crazy, though. Those
0: are cool stats. Yeah, I yeah. am ready for the next one.
1: FLQ. FLQ what is it? Crisis. No, just FLQ. Well, yeah, both FLQ. of them. FLQ. And FLQ the Crisis. F- um, Everything you remember.
0: The Federation... Of liberation, Quebec. <laughs> <That's> accurate. Okay, <laughs> go on. They were like a militant group uh. that wanted to split from Canada. They're in Quebec. They're based out of Quebec. The FLQ crisis. They like. Kidnapped some politician guy and they killed him. And then they kidnapped another one or something and didn't kill him. I don't know. Did they? kidnap... they didn't kidnap Pierre Trudeau? Did they? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was prime minister at the time that this happened. <laughs> Why is that funny? I. It's the most interesting thing that's ever happened in Canadian history.
1: Yeah. Okay, you're okay. Surprisingly correct. Woohoo! Uh, Surprisingly. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no, I meant it like that. <laughs> I did not take offense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The FLQ was a militant Quebec separatist group. Yes. Front de Liberation du Quebec. Quebec hey, I wasn't that far. <laughs> no, you were not. But I love that you just tacked on Quebec, just like whatever. Quebec at the end. Also, do you say Quebec, Quebec, or... I say Quebec. Like, how do people say Quebec. it? Quebec. Quebec. Quebec? Yeah, I say Quebec,
0: I and say so Quebec. other people say. I feel like in Quebec they say
1: C- Quebec or Quebec yeah. or I don't know. Anyway, founded in 1960s <laughs> with the aim of establishing an independent and socialist Quebec through violent means. Right. They were considered a terrorist group by the federal government. Yeah. They were responsible for more than 200 bombings.
0: Whoa. Dozens of
1: robberies between 1963 and 1970 that left six people dead. Six people. Uh-huh. Whoa. So, um, it all culminated in the kidnapping of British Trade Commissioner James Cross and the kidnapping and murder of Quebec Cabinet Cabinet Minister Pierre Laporte. That was called the yeah. October Crisis.
0: Yeah, because he was an actual politician. Like he was a mm-hmm. guy. Like, it wasn't just he was a, guy. Just it wasn't just a normal Captain human like the yes. rest of us.
1: <laughs> he was a guy, you guys.
0: <laughs> I remember it sticks in my brain because I remember in school, I think we were in like grade eight or something like that, mm-hmm. when we learned about this, and it was so... Not like any other Canadian history, because right? all the Canadian history we ever learned was so watered down and so boring, it's so boring. and so painful. They're like this riot yeah. happened. We're like, oh cool, and it's just the oranges and the greens like playing music against each other. Like, yeah. nobody
1: fought. Like, and not in a good dance off kind of way. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe shot like, one it was BB just gun.
0: Boring history, and then mm-hmm. I, that's why it sticks in my head because I was like, whoa, these people meant business. Like they yeah. actually actual full on murdered this guy.
1: Yeah. Okay, so a little background. Uh, founded in March 1963 by Quebecers Raymond Villeneuve and Gabrielle Houdon, Houdon, and a Belgian guy. What? Like, stay in your lane, Belgium. Like, why are you here? <laughs> anyway, so Quebec was slowly stirring in social upheaval and rising unemployment at the time, right? So it's not like this just happened out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the FLQ were influenced by anti colonial and communist stuff, like, they were relating really to the whole Cuban story, right? Okay. And they believe that Quebec must liberate itself from Anglophone domination and capitalism. They wanted to overthrow their colonial oppressors, right? Okay. Um, there were radical groups before them in Quebec that they were influenced by, right? Okay. So again, they weren't just coming out of nowhere.
0: I love the irony um, of, like, them saying that that the British or the Anglophones were the colonial oppressors.
1: I'm like, you guys are the colonial oppressors, too yeah like, <laughs> hello <laughs> oh we'll get into how wonderful the french are later oh jeez <laughs> hmm so 1963 they start placing bombs a security guard was killed by one of them oh no. um, one of the main guys I mentioned before I don't know who I don't care uh, he pleaded guilty to manslaughter um, and they went to jail the dudes right things yeah. escalate right and these the FLQ aligns themselves with striking workers, oh boy. and they started to target companies involved in labor disputes. By 1968, they are producing newsletters which included instructions on how to make bombs, and uh-huh. their bombs were getting more powerful. And they started to bomb the hell out of the place. <laughs> so uh, they actually killed a secretary, I think, during one of those like union strike whatevers or something. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, okay, so one guy named Pierre Paul joffrey or jeffrey pleaded guilty to 31 bombings which were done in one year whoa he was faced with 129 charges he received 124 life sentences plus 25 years it was at the time the longest prison sentence ever levied in the british commonwealth no way yeah so the october crisis of 1969 those guys that I mentioned before were kidnapped, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the government doesn't want to meet all of the FLQ's demands because they were like, give us everything, all the money, and also let us run away to I don't know right. where. And it was a classic like, bad like, guy scheme. You won't get anything, but you can get the hell out, sure, right? Okay. Um, so the premier at the time was like, P- please, Prime Minister, help us. And Trudeau was like, here's the armed forces. And he invoked the War Measures Act. Ooh. Um, James Cross, he survived his ordeal, but like I said, Pierre Laporte was found dead in the trunk of a car. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Full-on murder um, style.
1: Arrests were made, people were exiled, some people kind of came back, but I don't know. And FLQ disbanded in 1971. Um, apparently there's some really excellent documentaries and films about this whole thing that people should check out, so I think it's there's so much drama there that I think you should go watch... Don't the tell documentaries. What to do. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. <laughs> All right. Okay, everybody. So, I don't mind celebrating Canada. I'm not like overly patriotic to the point where, you know, I'd be dumb about it. But I like being proud of Canada, right? Yeah. I think it took us a while uh, to start
0: to be proud of Canada. Like, we were such a non entity yeah, for so long. But I'm
1: not going to like wrap myself in a flag and be like, oh, we're the best. Because we're not. <laughs> I. Okay, so. Kristen and I decided that we're going to have the dark side of Canada and then we're going to have the, like, innovative, good side, bright side of Canada, right? Yeah. Are you ready for some dark stuff? Oh, no, but yes. Okay.
0: We're terrible. I think this is the thing. Okay, so Canada has such a good reputation around the world. Like, oh, we're so polite and we're so nice and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I even know now, like, kind of seeing Canada through, like, Greg's eyes a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he's Just to remind people,
1: the- Greg is from... South Africa. South- yeah.
0: Yeah, and so he's been living here for three years now, and so he has these moments, because compared to South Africa, he views Canada as very, like, tame, and, like, we're so polite, we're all rule mm-hmm. followers and stuff, and I always have to kind of say, like, yeah, but not always, like, we're yeah. not always great people, and so, like, a lot of times when certain things have been coming out, mm-hmm. like in the news and whatever, he's like, this isn't Canada? What's happening? (laughs) He's -hmm. like, see, we're not the only bad ones in South Africa. I'm like, I know. We're terrible.
1: Yeah, we rival. (laughs) We're, like, right up there with them, probably. Like, every country has some horrible, disgusting thing about it. Because all humans are horrible and disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. But they're great at marketing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, first horrible blight on our country Um, residential schools. Oh. Should I just share, or do you want to, like, try to explain? It's hard to,
0: like, Um, make... I don't want to make light of this. I know. The craziest thing about residential schools... Okay, so my understanding is that... um, That indigenous children were forcibly taken away from their families Mm -hmm. and forced to go into these Catholic... Like, they're all religious schools, to my understanding anyway, run by the government though, run by the federal government, all across Canada, and they were forced to go out, taken away from their families, and then forced, they were taught in English, so a lot of them didn't have that as a language, I don't think, at that, I don't know if that was a big thing, but um, a lot of these places were, like, hugely, like, abusive things, like, like, physical abuse, sexual abuse... Um, there was recently, like, last year or the year before, a bunch of bodies found at a few of the residential schools. Mass graves, yeah. Mass graves of children. So a lot of these kids never were returned to their families. Some kids were just returned to wherever. Like, (laughs) they're still alive, but they were just, like, given to orphanages or, like, sent to wherever. Like, they never made their way back to their actual families. So... You hear about it now as adults that some of them are being reunited with their birth parents because they were taken away. Yeah. Some people never got that chance. But yeah, it's crazy because we never learned like when in school, even though we did Canadian history all these years, mm-hmm. I never found out what residential schools were until a couple of years ago.
1: Like I, I never learned about them in school. Briefly. In university, but it was like brief mention in a textbook. that yeah. wasn't anything that was definitely specific... not like
0: the reality of the situation. I think right,
1: yeah, yeah. And the only, but the the heartening thing is that you actually did absorb basically everything. Like you're getting the message that a lot of the, I think indigenous groups are trying to get across. Like because mm-hmm. you are aware of what it was, right? You touched yeah. on all of the like a lot of the atrocities and that kind of thing, but not in that gross like sensationalizing way you just right so i think it is reaching us finally like that message right i
0: think so too i think in the last like couple years it's been good it's much Mm -hmm. like the you know um uh, the black lives matter movement and stuff yeah in the states i mean that happened here as well but i think like it's i feel like the indigenous people are like actually maybe being heard a little bit more than they have in the past i mean i think
1: there's still a long way to go but of course yeah I don't know. Um, I
0: feel like I know more. And there's a lot of
1: white resentment, a lot still against them. It's frustrating because you and I are more like Mm -hmm. um, accepting progressive. We try to be, right? Like more um, like. It's hard though. Like I was
0: raised very much where it's like the only indigenous people, we called them natives at the time, like the Mm. only ones that we ever saw were the homeless people downtown Mm. in Edmonton who were drunk all the time. And there was this pervasive idea that was reinforced by the majority of the adults that yeah. I was around. That that's what natives did. Like if only they yeah. tried harder, they yeah. would do better. Like it
1: full on racism. Yeah. Like and you is... internalized it so quick. Like I remember I was in high school, and I was on the train, and I encountered uh, that
0: really smart guy. Yes, yes university I student. Yes, I think of him
1: all the time. Me too. And all I think of is like, so my smart. God, like why did I feel like he was the exception to the like, you know.
0: I honestly walked away from that. So we encountered this guy on the train and he was going to university. We were in high school still. Mm-hmm. He was talking. He was so put together, so intellectual. Like he carried mm-hmm. himself with such confidence. Obviously he was indigenous
1: mm-hmm. or
0: First Nations. I'm not sure what is It's the indigenous preferable. is fine. That's indigenous? like a, yeah,
1: yeah. That's a broad term. Like yeah.
0: So like sorry, indigenous you will...
1: can use for Métis, Inuit, and First Nations people. It's like any. It's or even any... Aboriginal. You can use okay. Too. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Huh. Um, and I remember. Yeah, we
0: like walking away from that encounter thinking, oh, so it is possible for them to like get their shit together, and yeah. go to university. And, like, how awful is that? to ever Even the fact that that right? thought would even cross my mind yeah. is pretty disgusting in itself. Oh, like, I know.
1: And I had still sometimes have that, oh, good for you kind of feeling inside. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's awful. No, Carla. <laughs> but that is so much
0: what we were raised in, too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, these residential schools were happening, like, well into the 90s, weren't they?
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think was it the '90s or '70s. The longest running one, I think, was the '70s. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I think
0: there were still some that were some open oh, okay. in the '90s, which is yeah. crazy. And I'll get into but some I of mean, the details, like, but yeah, like yeah, like there's just this general like racism that's just yeah. been kind of quote unquote acceptable
1: mm-hmm.
0: in our society for so long, and yeah. this idea I'll that be we honest.
1: It is a learning curve to understand just like what systemic racism means and what it actually yeah. does right so when i started like paying attention to what was happening like you know with the whole black lives matter thing i did this before mm-hmm. the whole black lives matter became a big thing like i tried to understand but like yeah. um it's amazing how people how people are held down but everyone thinks they hold themselves down mm-hmm and that's Yes. a huge adjustment you have to make, and I had to grow up quickly and be like, nope, that's not what's happening. And so now I I, I get pretty feisty when people try to, right, Absolutely. like blame them or this or that. Like I have there's this okay, so I know I'm digressing a bit. Um, so Polish people, I'm sorry, they're <laughs> pretty known for trying to get land in the cheapest place they can, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So they march into a lot of these r- reserve, like lands and really. they're very much like well they are sold the land like there's legitimate transactions right because they can buy land there if they're allowed to right like
0: i don't know if they're it. actually legally allowed to do that
1: no like the what's it called where it's like a lease thing action. or
0: something uh, where it's what isn't it like where's oh, the lease, lease or yeah, something. yeah 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 like they that can lease it yeah yeah
1: sorry that's what i meant to say okay but people there's this one lake in alberta where um a lot of polish people were like oh this is cheap these properties are cheap i'm gonna get a cabin here When I get, you know. Yeah. And (laughs) now they're facing a lot of backlash from the indigenous people, indigenous people there that are like, you know, they don't want them there. And it's, I think, just resentment. What else could it be? Right. But right away, all the Polish people are all up in arms in this little community. They're just like, oh, they vandalized my thing and they broke in again. I'm like... Can't you get the message to get the hell out of there? That's not your (laughs) land. So just get out. It's not yours. They don't want you there. Just help them, you know, like become prosperous if that's what they want. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like if they want you there and they're actively leasing it to you and it's like an agreed upon
1: thing. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But yeah. Right. Oh, sorry to go on that little rant, but I can't. It is so crazy. White people keep doing it. They're like they're furious.
0: <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> well, and it's such a hard, like it's such a tricky thing. And I think like for so many years, white people in Canada, or maybe I should say like the non-Indigenous population here, like, <laughs> right, yeah, we've had that idea of like, well, I didn't steal your land. And at some point, it, mm. we have to get over it, like because we're here now, and it's like. This is what it is. Mm. But I think that was such a... Like, such a... Um, like, a misconception about what their argument is. You know, like... Yeah. Because I think we obviously did not understand the extent of what they were forced into or what was taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not mm-hmm. that we took their land. Like, yes, it is. But it it's... It is, yeah. It's not, like... I mean, we didn't just take their land. We then also yeah. forced their families to be broken apart. We forced our culture yeah. on them. We forced all of these things. Like, if we had just been like, oh, hey, we're moving in here yeah. beside you, but we'll live like symbiotically, like it's fine. You can stay there and do but your you thing, and what? we'll Humans stay here and do our don't thing. Don't do that. And sorry to rant about it, but
1: this is the same crap that they say about like wildlife, you know, like coyote. Yep. Are in the area and they're like oh let's kill them all they're a nuisance or bears they're in our garbage cans they're a nuisance i'm like yeah at no point have you even considered that you need to learn how to live with yeah these that you're animals. the ones that are not supposed to be here <laughs> exactly and that maybe we shouldn't be allowed to expand everywhere just willingly yeah. i'm sorry i'm just i'm tired of that argument already where it's like totally act like oh but we have to expand here it's like no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, no. Get the hell out of there.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's it's interesting. The residential school thing is something that, I mean, there's, you know, a few dark things I'm sure that you're going to touch on <clears throat> to make Canadians not, that Canadians should not be proud of. But mm-hmm. that residential school stuff coming out in the last few years was, like, mm. really disgusting.
1: Like, And it's sad that just now a lot of people are cluing in. <clears throat> I was aware yeah, of it and before this all came out. I knew... Of the trust atroc- like a lot of the you know shameful things that happened yeah. but yeah anyway um, just super quick it got residential schools were a government supported um, like it was a program basically like b- uh, boarding schools for children um, from Inuit and other indigenous communities as you said children were taken from their homes and forced to go to these schools they were forced to assimilate into Euro-Canadian culture so they couldn't practice their own culture or religion Apparently I read somewhere that they were sometimes bathed in chemicals to lighten their skin. Oh Um Their hair was cut short, which I think is I think very devastating. I don't know symbolically. I think their hair yeah, is quite small. I feel like I've them. read
0: some stuff like that. Yeah, that they yeah.
1: yeah. um they were forced to speak in English or French. So and they had to stay in these schools until they were eighteen. So if they ever like if they did go back home Home to their families, they didn't know their own. They couldn't speak to each other because they right. just knew English or French, and their families didn't. Oh. So they oh. were but I just screwed because <clears throat> they were isolated from, you know, yeah. The then white who population. Are you? Where do you belong? Exactly. Where do you yeah. belong? Uh, and then but we they weren't even allowed, allowed got... to visit family. So. Oh, God. Um, some kids tried to run away. They usually died you know they froze to death that Mm -hmm. kind of thing um the schools had no funding and the kids were basically just laborers so education wasn't really happening um they were abused left and right they were malnourished and underfed apparently some of the kids and the government knew about this um were even experimented on so the malnourished or underfed kids were starved even more i think just so they could see what happens or something
0: oh my god
1: nothing good or useful came out of these experiments Not, not that i would ever condone it it's just you know
0: if you're gonna experiment on a human person, mm-hmm. like against their will, yeah, do it on a freaking like pedophile or somebody who ha- is in prison that is like yeah. actually Some like violent. not wrongfully convicted, but like actually right. like
1: it's very clear that they've or done just something terrible. Don't. And if it happens to you and you're starving, then make a journal of like I'm stuck <laughs> exactly. in the mountains, I'm abandoned, I'm starving. These are my symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Be your own scientist, you
0: guys. Exactly. Everybody, be
1: your own scientist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> punishments were like awful there was electric shock sometimes they were put in cages they burned their hands oh there were God. sometimes strip searches they were force-fed their own vomit if they got sick sometimes oh. all the story it's not like it happened what kind of sadistic each, in every people, single place but
0: I know but like how many I will freaking sadistic psychopaths I are there
1: so this is like extreme trauma we're talking about, like extreme yeah. and it's generational trauma. So and you it's just, better
0: believe yeah. they never went to therapy for that
1: because like that's Yeah, not and they're thing. just now themselves yeah. understanding what that trauma what, is, exactly. what it means. So if anybody's on their case about, oh, this or that, you guys, that level of trauma. <laughs>
0: exactly. Anyway, Ugh. there were so
1: many deaths in these schools that the government stopped keeping a record. Okay, why oh was God. this even allowed to happen? Because European white people, basically, this was the belief at the time, starting all the way back to like, well, all the way back, basically, but this is really what, like 1600s is when they first tried it. Um, they all thought that indigenous people were savages and needed to be taught the, you know, Christian values, right? So that's the whole thing, that they're savages, that, that we have to God convert Because God
0: forbid that we learn from anything new that mm. we encounter. No, no it automatically to has
1: to be wrong Because and God w- was the, in their image. That's what oh they thought. God. Right? I can't um, handle this stupid... Quote, underlying these arguments was the belief that the colonizers were bringing civilizations to c- civilization to savage people who could never civilize themselves, a belief of racial and cultural superiority, so racist SOBs basically. Mm-hmm. So they tried in sixteen hundreds by French missionaries in New France, but it didn't quite take. Um then 1820s, a, a residential school you mean? In sixteen yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Holy crap. Well, they well, just that started kind right of off the bat. Like like this the seeds conversion of it, type kinda? of thing. yeah okay um, but then in eighteen the twenties it all started up again so first in pockets around Canada but then it became sanctioned by the government uh, oh everywhere um, one reason there was a renewed interest in these schools is that Indigenous communities were no longer viewed as allies but as barriers to permanent settlement so um, Canadians were still oh. fighting Americans a lot of the time and Indigenous people helped Canadians right. Yeah. But then, when that, with the American threat was all done, whatever, and people wanted to settle, you know, like, indigenous hey, we people. We want this were. land
0: now, get out yeah. of it.
1: So, yeah. a really, really good book, you guys. Mm. I'm sure it has like maybe some flaws. I don't know. I haven't read the reviews. I loved it. It's called The Inconvenient Indian, it's by Thomas King. And boy, oh boy, if you want to like start understanding how land was taken, Whoa. from indigenous people and just uh, the insane corrupt entitled the entitlement of the Canadian government I just I can't it's such a good book I like highly recommend oh my gosh cool I want to read that sorry that was such a long thing I can just skip to so the next good. so we don't have to you don't have to share a thing I just wanted to cover how gross we are we had Japanese okay. internment camps Ugh. Um, During World War II, some 21,000 Japanese Canadians were taken from their homes on Canada's west coast without any charge or due process. Um, Beginning in February 1942, around 12,000 of them were exiled to remote areas of BC and elsewhere. The federal government stripped them of their property and pressured many of them to accept mass deportation after the war. Those who remained were not allowed to return to the west coast until 1949. The I government haven't... eventually apologized and paid survivors a redress payment, but like.
0: But it's not anything close. Like, my. A friend of mine, her um, mom is Japanese, mm-hmm. and her mom's family, like, they oh. lost everything. They oh owned their own house, everything in Vancouver, yeah. in North Vancouver. Yeah. Owned their own house, had a business, every, everything oh. was taken away. They had to go live in an internment camp, and then when they were let out, they just were let out. They had nothing. Oh. They had no means of starting up anything like they just they lost everything. They had to basically start from scratch again.
1: And, and like, this that's is the not fair. Even more enraging thing. They weren't actually um interned, because internment refers to the detention of enemy aliens, right? They said mm. about seventy seven percent of the Japanese Canadians involved were British subjects and sixty percent were born in Canada.
0: Yeah crazy
1: right so like canadian citizenship wasn't a thing until 1947 but like commonwealth citizenship was a thing so it should have counted but again going back to like stuff that has been around for like for forever Mm -hmm. starting in like as early as 1900s when asian people really started to arrive in bc like you know the whole people were like already just violently racist and like holding them back and the government limited immigration numbers and people were just dicks right off the bat so we because were different racist, is wrong
0: David. don't Da-da. forget yeah.
1: if you don't understand something just start hitting it <laughs> European white people ruined everything the whole yeah. trajectory of art history just all the racism I just I can't I hate him yeah although all humans are. I mean
0: I think everybody's racist I think all yeah, races are
1: racist but I think
0: it's just humanity we're terrible Yeah, we're selfish we just want the best for us and
1: yeah. things that are different scares us all right So, government. We have corrupt people in the government. There was a big controversy when uh, Pamela Wallen. She was, I think, she was a newscast person. I don't know. She was appointed to the Senate in two thousand nine, but people found out that her travel expenses were kind of wonky, and they found a pattern of claiming Senate expenses on personal or other business unrelated to the Senate, and the people who investigated said that 390,000 was deemed appropriate spending under Senate practice somehow <laughs> but that 121,000 was not and should be reimbursed she apparently lived in Saskatchewan and went <laughs> to Wasn't like she flying to Hawaii or something all the time i don't know but that's just if you're going to be in the center, like government thing, like an Ottawa or you whatever. You have to live close by. get over there. Why are you flying back and <laughs> forth? <laughs> military sexual assault. 2014. The government of Canada announced an external review of the sexual assault crisis within Canada's military. That should say it all. Oh. We had some famous cases. Top, top guys who just doing whatever the hell they wanted. Well, there was that top guy who ended up
0: being, like, a rapist murderer and getting caught, Colonel Yeah, Russell Williams. He was a colonel in the Royal Canadian
1: Air Force. He progressed from breaking into homes and doing sexual assault stuff with no penetration to full-on rape and murder. He was given two concurrent terms of life imprisonment with no consideration of parole for 25 years, but it's horrible. There's a
0: Dateline episode about him.
1: Yeah. And then I think there's another guy now. It's a whole thing. Probably. So our military is all gross too, and yep. the illegal wildlife trade. I couldn't get a lot of numbers on oh. this, but I want people to know that <laughs> we have terribly high numbers. Um, trophy hunting, sports hunting is psychotic and gross, and a lot of those trophies go to the states. Actually, um, if there's also like a lot of wild animals that are imported and or exported and bred for the exotic pet industry. Canadian bears are poached from the wild to supply gallbladders for traditional medicine in Asia. Oh my God. I was just kidding. And bear bile products have been found for sale in Canada, so people here are actually using these ridiculous things. You know what, traditional um, Chinese
0: medicine can go to hell. I, yeah. No, I all just all supposed traditional
1: whatever's at this point. I don't think so. Like, like, I'm yes, sick of it. Like,
0: all the chemicals are not great, but please stop killing everybody. Shark fin soup's not a thing. <laughs> just stop it. Rhino lones is not going to make you better.
1: Because as soon as they run out of source for one thing, they go find a different, like, yeah. source. Yeah. I'm like, what? But so a lot it's just of them trendy, are, and you
0: can make a bunch of money off of it yeah. from desperate and people a lot of who of them are better new. Than their lives.
1: They're not actually traditional. They're just, like, they just decide willy-nilly, and people don't believe that. And I'm like... You guys, there's actual like reports and everything about this that it's not, yeah, even based in any deeply rooted, you know, like cultural, yeah. religious, whatever. It's just people. Even if it was, I'm money. sorry,
0: but stop mm. it. Yeah. Like, what religion on the planet is telling you to go saw off a rhino's
1: horn while it's still alive and just yeah. leave it to die there? There's and no there's
0: religion going no actual... to tell you to do that
1: health science type like basis for any of those crappy there it's like really yeah i can't or don't take our bears and send it off to freaking asia yeah get your own damn bears yeah they kill them all <laughs> but That's also don't happened. kill those <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah don't kill those but
1: um so apparently there's like more than 1.4 million wild animals kept as pets in canada because we're all stupid there are 125 <laughs> mink fox farms in canada mink farms as we all know turned out to be a nightmare when it came to COVID because it spread like wildfire in there. There were still mink
0: farms? What is happening? Do mm-hmm. people wait for fur?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Fur is, is still, still a thing? Huge. Yeah. I don't get it. Whoa. The majority of zoos in Canada are not accredited by the Canadian Association of Zoos and Aquariums and many zoos operate according to their own standard. Oh, a new ooh. issue is mobile live animal programs. So people will have small little things where they take an animal to like Senior centers, or like community centers, or malls, or whatever, and you can like touch the animal, interact with the animal, right? It's like a little like an exotic thing. animal, like a yeah. bear, yeah. whatever. They're taking have. a bear into Usually, like birds, lizards, but oh, it's okay. like any exotic animal. <laughs> oh no! Like I'm sure just there's probably like somebody with a bear a in a van, cougar, <laughs> a
0: cougar <laughs> just
1: roaming the mall. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? But it's gross. I know there was a show recently. Advertised for, I think, a West Edmonton mall. And it was just some guy, and he had something that, like, made me kind of raise my eyebrow where I was like, wait, that doesn't sound like I didn't think he was supposed to have that animal, but he was just mm-hmm. going to the thing, just ready to, like, you know. And people would pay to go. And I'm like, you guys, stop paying for it. Just stop. If you go to a zoo, like, I do go to some zoos, go to accredited ones, right? Yeah. And be nosy and be suspicious. Do your research if you don't like it. Like, I have a problem with the Calgary Zoo. I don't like that it's, like, a, you know, private situation and that they had a lot of suspicious animal deaths. Mm. And it's, like, I'm not, you know.
0: Well, it's like the Vancouver Aquarium here. It's, like, everything's dying left, right, and center. And there's so ugh. many complaints and protests against them to shut it down.
1: Oh. Oh the time to improve your facilities. Like, do it the right way. You just right? totally froze for a bit. Oh. I don't know That's if okay. I recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. I was just saying. I didn't say anything. I was just saying. <laughs>
0: anyway. Oh, my gosh. Wah, wah, wah. Debbie Downer ending.
1: Sorry, But guys. still, it's important.
0: I think it's important because it I think so many... Um, places are all like we're so great and let's be proud and patriotic and, and whatever and it's like that's here. fine you can have that but you can you also yeah. need to recognize that it hasn't been the same experience for every person in Canada and right. we've done a lot of crazy stuff and I'm hoping that we're learning and changing but we're still human so we probably aren't changing all that much but I know yes. I've learned and I've changed and I know things now that I didn't know before and that's good and no
1: country is better than any other country I'm sorry
0: no we're all garbage you guys yeah we it should have kind of our garbage flag <laughs> happy Canada Day happy Canada Day alright guys thanks for listening I'm going to do my part in the next episode so it's going to be a two parter Canada episode sorry for you guys boring have crap to, crap to you to but me it's going to be good you guys <laughs> yeah it'll I'm gonna be gonna pretty know funny all the answers <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember to like, subscribe, and review. You can also follow us on Instagram at podcast.or.something or write to us at something at gmail.com. Tell us your Canada stories. Tell us, um, yeah, just Canadian
1: stuff. Like how wrong I'm, I might have been.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Everything you said was 100% accurate. <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. Or something. Bye. Bye.